Why is there a fight over faith-based children's books at libraries? We'll talk to Kirk Cameron, whose children's book was rejected. Hi, I'm Stuart Shepard, and this is First Liberty Live. Are you on Twitter? First Liberty is, too. Find us on there, follow us, and you'll be able to keep up with all the things that are going on with religious liberty in America. You all know Kirk Cameron. He was in the recent uh, uh, Kendrick Brothers movie called Life Mark. He's the host of a really good interview show on TBN called Takeaways with Kirk Cameron. And he also wrote recently a precious little children's book called As You Grow. Hi, Kirk. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great, Stuart. Good to see you. It's good to see you, too. Thanks for making time for us today. I'm glad you're here. Your, your publisher asked dozens of libraries to give you an opportunity to read the book to kids, and they all turned you down at first. Before we get to the controversy, though, tell me about the book. What's it about? So this is a beautiful little book. It's beautifully illustrated, and it's called As You Grow. And it, it's designed to teach children biblical wisdom and how to grow the fruits of the Spirit through the seasons of their life, like love and kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And uh, it's, it's just a great little book. I've read it now to um, hundreds and hundreds of children and thousands of, uh, of them who have come to these storytime book readings at libraries all over the country. But it, it didn't come easily at first. There was quite a bit of pushback and controversy, but that brought a lot of attention to this tour, and uh, we're now in the middle of a 15-city stop across America as we're uh, fighting to to win back the hearts and minds of our children and get parents off of the defense onto the offense. And that's Rather what, than complaining about the culture, start creating the culture they want for their kids. And that's what I want to talk to you about as we go along here. I, uh, this is not, I mean, I've been around controversy a long time, okay? I've done a lot of commentary about political stuff. I'm not hearing much controversy in love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So what, where's the controversy here? What are they complaining about? Well, it's, it's the age-old battle um, of paganism against Christianity or other isms against uh, the the structure of God is laid out in his word. And so love, joy, peace, kindness, gentleness, that all sounds good on the surface. But if it's if it's if that's the fruit of biblical Christianity, then uh, there's going to be a lot of controversy swirling around it, just like there always has been throughout throughout history. And that's, I think, where the pushback comes, because you can say love and you can say love is love. And um but if you detach it from God's definition of love, love can become nothing more than uh, lust, it can become perversion, it can become pedophilia, it could become all sorts of twisted things. So um, we've got to look a little bit deeper and then we start to understand clearly why there's pushback with a sweet little book of, like mine called As You Grow. And, and I need to mention, uh, right check before we did the interview here, it's number one in its category, a couple of categories on Amazon right now. So clearly a lot of parents are interested in this book what I'm hearing you say, though, is this, and it's, it's not the content of the book that's at issue, it's the worldview behind the book. That's what they don't want kids to be taking part in, is that worldview. 100%. Yeah, that's exactly it. So imagine, uh, when I first went to libraries with this little book, um, I was denied by over 50 woke libraries that are holding drag queen story hours for kids. Uh, and talk to children about sexuality and celebrating themselves 
uh, you can be sponsored, paid for, and promoted by a public library with your tax dollars. But if a guy like me wants to, to, to swoop in and talk to children about kindness, about gentleness, about loving their neighbor as themselves, and putting their faith in God, then it's a hard no. As, as I hear that, every October, the American Library Association and a bunch of left-wing activist groups get together and they have what they call Banned Books Week. The books generally aren't actually banned. They're books that someone somewhere at some time raised some question about. And they said, oh, you want to ban the book, and they add it to their list. I think you should apply for a special category this year that you have a book that was actually banned by libraries that support Banned Books Week. I love that idea. That's, that's a judo move where you, you use the opponent's weight against them. And it does really just show the hypocrisy and the double standards. And, you know, uh, the truth is, is that discernment has to prevail somewhere. Uh, we don't want children uh, reading books about um, pedophilia and twisted, perverted sexual uh, activity in their elementary schools. Of course, we think that's inappropriate and we don't want children exposed to pornography and other kinds of things. Well, you can get the pornographers and the pedophiles who will cry censorship over things like that, and they'll wanna ban books about love, joy, peace, kindness, gentleness, and self-control, and we would, we would scream discrimination and censorship over that. So it really comes down to um, how do you define good and evil? And for millions of Americans and for our founding fathers and forefathers and foremothers, they defined good and evil by the word of God. Uh, this is defined in the Declaration. It's, it's understood in the Declaration of Independence. It's understood in the Constitution that a biblical worldview uh, is the root that has produced the fruit of liberty for hundreds of years. In fact, more religious liberty, more uh, economic liberty, more uh, uh, political liberty and more educational liberty than has ever existed in all the centuries of all the world in the planet uh, called Earth. And that's why we love this little book and why we want to teach it to kids. I've got some of the artwork from your book on the big TV behind me here. It's gorgeously illustrated. It's well written. It's got, a, it's got a sweet, gentle spirit about it. And, and you mentioned you're currently going around the country sharing this at libraries. There here, you, you had a pretty big crowd at Hendersonville. That was one of the more yeah. recent ones. Tell me about it. What, tell me about the tour and what you're seeing. So when libraries first began to push back, saying, we don't want your message in our library, our community, it doesn't align with your values, uh, I actually wrote them a letter saying, I hope this is a misunderstanding. Here's a free copy of my book, and I hope you'll read it and agree that these are the kinds of values we want for all of our children as they grow up. And uh, by the way, if you continue with your discrimination in a public library, it's not a private library, but paid for by the taxpayers, uh, I'm prepared to assert my constitutional rights in court. Well, they caved, reversed course, and we went to Indianapolis Public Library, and 2,500 parents and grandparents showed up. <laughs> so we literally overwhelmed the event with uh, record numbers that had never been seen in the history of that event, according to local officials there. And parents were just coming out of the woodwork to join a movement that got back to the kinds of values that led to the freest, uh, strongest, and most blessed nation on earth. That also happened in Scarsdale, New York. Then we went to Placentia, Los Angeles, California. Uh, we also then went to Hendersonville. And again, we were welcomed with open arms by the city mayor, the county mayor, the county commissioners, as well as the community, where at nine o'clock in the morning, an hour before the 
library even opened, we were standing 600 people strong out in the pouring rain singing the national anthem, pledging to the flag and praying in Jesus' name before we went inside to read the book. Uh, and uh, we had two readings because we couldn't fit everybody in the first reading. And, you know, the second group of people had to wait an extra hour and a half outside in the cold and the rain, and they were happy to do so. So uh, there are hungry men and women, uh, brave moms and dads who are looking to get off the defense, get back on the offense. And I'm so thankful for Brave Books, who has dozens of these types of books that parents can read to their children. You can read in your own public libraries. And I hope people do that. What are some practical things that moms and dads can do to push back against this culture that's trying to keep certain ideas away from their kids and feed them other ideas? How do parents push back against that effectively? Well, I think we've got to do more than just push back and try to hold the line. We must advance. There is no neutral ground when it comes to worldview. And, and I know I'm, 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 uh, I'm the junior student here talking to the professor on these kinds of things. But I have seen how um, the reason that the left is calling themselves progressive is they're not looking to just come to the 50-yard line. They want to take the ball all the way down the field and score and have there be no contest. Someone's values will reign supreme. And so I think the first thing parents can do is start by adjusting their worldview and say that um, this whole idea of... Um, Separation of church and state, that, 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 as it's commonly understood in America, is a myth. It's not in the Constitution. It's not in the Declaration of Independence. Rightly understood, it means that the government is to stay out of the church and not curtail and limit people's expression of their faith, particularly the Christian faith upon which this uh, constitutional republic was built. And what we have to understand is that to the degree that we infuse the principles of Christianity— into our families, into our churches, and into our governments, it's to that degree that we will be blessed and flourish and prosper and be protected because we're walking um, in the ways that lead to our blessing. And so parents, I would say, raise your kids. Don't outsource your parenting to a, a public school system that is teaching them to uh, disbelieve everything you want them to embrace. They will teach you that your faith is false they will teach your children that your faith is false. They will teach them that America is a lousy, awful place to live. And they will teach them uh, the alleged virtues of socialism and communism. Uh, meanwhile, um, they're stripping all of their liberties away and they'll become little lemmings of the state. So raise your own kids. Make sure that you're teaching your children faith and, and, and morality. Uh, George Washington said those are the two indispensable supports of a free republic like ours. And infuse those principles into everything that you do. Read to them, get involved in your school boards. Even better, pull your kids out of public school and privately school them or homeschool them. There are so many resources available today for these kinds of uh, um, uh, refreshing forms of educating your children that we must take advantage of them. Uh, because the public school has really become public enemy number one with regard to uh, teaching your children the right worldview and values. All right. Where can people find your book and where can they find you? Well, you could find my book anywhere. Just you could go to Amazon and get it. You could go to uh, better yet. What I would love for you to do is go to bravebooks.com. That's my, the publisher. They're a great company and they are creating 
uh, new stories with new heroes and new worlds for children to get to know where values like love, joy, kindness are uh, celebrated and the, and the errors of cancel culture, critical race theory, and um, the dangers of socialism are being exposed in ways that kids can grasp. And then uh, activities are provided in those books to pull the family together and to underscore those values. So join the Book of the Month Club at bravebooks.com. That'd be a great way not only to get my book, but also to support our tour. I appreciate the fact, by the way, I, I saw your interview with our client, Joe Kennedy, Coach Joe Kennedy, who won his case at the Supreme Court last year. Thank you for yeah. having him on. And is there anything else you'd like to share before I let you go? I know you're, you're tight on time. Well, I, I'm so thankful for First Liberty. I'm so thankful for all that you're doing, Stuart, and, and, and all of the great men and women of, of faith and courage there, because uh, without you, we can get bullied and pushed aside without the legal support that is necessary. And, and really the reason that I'm able to go to 15 cities and go to these public libraries is because I was able to say that I'm prepared to assert my constitutional rights in court and that's when they reverse course. The battleground, uh, unfortunately, is often in the courtroom now. And if you're not willing to go there, then they can win simply by intimidation. And so we've got to call their bluff and you guys are enabling uh, moms and dads like me and others to do that. Well, if you ever find yourself in need of a lawyer, <laughs> That's what we do here at First Liberty Institute, and it yeah. would be an honor to stand beside you. Well, thank you so much. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of bad press and and jokes about lawyers. You know, we can all think of a few, but boy, we need the good ones because uh, there's a lot of bad ones. There's a lot of bad actors in the political world, in the entertainment world, and in the legal world. But that's why we need the good ones. So I'm thankful for you and First Liberty. Kirk Cameron, we are cheering for you. Thanks for dropping by today. Thank you. First Liberty's Insider is a weekly email that takes a look at religious freedom all across America. We encourage you to subscribe to it. Just go to firstliberty.org and look for the First Liberty Insider. It's free. It comes out every Friday. You'll find it very helpful and very interesting, and there's a lot of good shareable stuff in there. First Liberty Institute, fighting for what matters most.